Welcome back, everybody. Get Fit ASAP Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm here with Craig, Big C Tucker, and also Danny Roof. What's up, guys? Hey. Come on, Craig. 220. Check him out on Instagram. <clears throat> Woo! Getting famous. Strong man of the year. I'm like infamous. AKA, come on, Craig. <laughs> AKA. How many you got? I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. Dude, I could, I, I could think of a couple, but okay. All right. We'll leave Week. it to that. <laughs> Next time. Uh, welcome back, guys. So glad to have you back. Today we're going to be going over uh, kind of all things coaching, but basically, you know, what makes a good coach, how you can get started as being the coach, um, things that maybe you don't expect when you're a coach. Um, we'll kind of start off, though, talking about our own experience. Uh, why don't you go ahead, Danny, lead it off. How did you get started? Uh, let's see. Well, I started doing CrossFit with my friends. Uh, they opened up a gym and. Uh, I helped them get their artwork done and kind of painted up the gym there, and so we tried to just, you know, get my membership going that way. But I've always been a competitive person, always been into sports and athletes, uh, you know, just trying to challenge myself in different ways. So CrossFit was a big challenge for me when I got into it. Um, coming from an athletic background, I thought it would be very good, and I thought it would be natural and easy for me, and I quickly realized that it was not. It was definitely my next challenge, the next step forward. So I started training a lot, uh, doing two-a-days and, and um, you know, really going after it, really pushing it. And then I started realizing that, like, it's almost become an addiction. And then it was something that I wanted to be a part of all the time. And then I see everybody around me getting better and doing better and things like that. And it started making me realize that my career choice wasn't lining up with what I wanted to do, uh, you know, long-term. And so I started pursuing, pursuing coaching a little bit more just because... I like seeing the progress. I like seeing everybody make those changes. I like seeing people, you know, hit new numbers and hit new PRs and things like that. And it started making me realize that I wanted to be that person. I wanted to to be the person that people seeked out to, you know, help with their coaching or help take them to that next level and become that athlete. And so I think about six months into my CrossFit career, I went out and got my level one. Um, after my level one, I immediately turned around and got my CrossFit kids certificate because I was thinking the kids would help just add more value to whatever location I was going to be a part of. Um, and then quickly after that, I went to my movement mobility class, too, because I just wanted to learn how to move better and to get into better positions and that stuff. Um, and I haven't stopped learning since, man. i got a bunch more certificates. I've got a bunch more training, and uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked back, man. I've been full-time coaching for a little over three years now, and it's something the best choice of my life for sure. What do you think, Curry? How did you get started? Uh, basically the complete opposite of Daniel. Uh, I wasn't super active uh, as, a, as a youth. Uh, 348 pounds he was at his uh, top. Okay, 307, but... 307. Four, uh, 7. F, with all the clothes I'd wear to hide it, it was close to 348. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, I wasn't super active. Uh, then my friend's like, hey, you should do football. You're a big guy. I'm like, okay. Uh, signed up, met the biggest jerk of my life. Uh, sitting next to me. Wow. And yeah, no, Danny? I, uh, Daniel's, a, Daniel's a sweetheart. Up, Daniel is the sweetest, most wow. gentle soul. I'll take care of you. And you uh, wow. made me cry on multiple occasions. That's not uh, true. No, that's completely true. Uh, so, for football. Tears of joy. After the, my first football season, like, dude, you, you guys are heck out of shape, especially you, Craig. Uh, so, I did off season conditioning with him, and that turned out to be CrossFit. Didn't realize it at the time. Uh, got in actually pretty good shape. Got decent, decently strong for from a fat kid to uh, decently strong kid. I guess you could say. I thought Craig was a girl at first. It's a lot of people did. Long with the, hair. With, <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had uh, long hair. Fun fact, and then big boobs, and then <laughs> oh shit! Now I have short hair and big boobs. Anyways, <laughs> on topic. Uh, 
What was I? Yeah, right. So after Oops. after <laughs> after high school, uh, I actually became completely inactive. I just went to community college, sat around, didn't really do much. Why, you just chilling or? Yeah, I mean, join uh, life. You guys moved to Dixon, and then I just didn't even think oh, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't right. even think because I'm from Rio Vista. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't even think about anything active. Then one day I'm like, holy crap! I can't see my shoes. I can't sleep. <laughs> I can't get out of bed the right way. Um, what so, did it feel like when you're like that? That's Dude, it's literally hard to breathe. Wow. Getting out of bed is hard. You can only sleep certain uh, angles. Um, when you have to go, when none of your clothes fit and you have to go pants sizing, pants sizing, and you get like 40, 42s, depending on the brand, uh, it sucks. It ended <laughs> that fun. So uh, I realized I needed to make a change. Uh, they were doing a. Is there a, any good things? Like, do you feel like. Yeah, you get to get all the food you want, dude. Oh. Uh, that's it, though? It's, that, that's about it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, ladies aren't lying up for 307. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, I, I got it, I got in my head. Yeah, you know I need to go back to Anthony. He was a jerk, but he got wow. me in the best shape of my life. Why was uh, I a jerk? I'm curious. Uh, if you've met Anthony, you know the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, you're just you're just hard on me. You knew I could do better. And that's true. That's uh, that's what I wanted to hear. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's something I've always carried uh, with me. Is like I can do better. I am better than uh, I give myself credit for. Look at you now. Yeah. I knew you were, had that sculpted body underneath all that clothes. Well, at, least, at least one of us believes that. So I'm still looking for it. Still sculpting. Um, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long story. All right. And then I went back, uh, ran out of money. But then I came back a couple months later, and I've literally been here since 2015, I believe. Uh, I This is the, my first like real bill because st- I'm st- uh, still living at home at the time. And then I've made it work. I made it work for so long. And then, luckily, they needed a cleaning staff, and I cleaned their floors for three years. Um, then, as time, you know, you, you clean floors, you, uh, you're doing their, you're there during the non-business hours, and you see the coaches working out, and like, man, those guys are so cool. I never, yeah. I'll never be there. Uh, you know, as time goes, as, as time goes by, I realize, yeah, they're not so cool. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, one day, there's there's uh, talking, and like, you know, I'm starting. We maybe we should hire more people. I'm like, why can't they be me? You know, I. One of my favorite things about the gym is those new people, you know, they come in and they realize they can do more than they thought they could. Like, holy crap, uh, you don't tell them how much you're squatting, for example, unless when they're at 200 pounds and you tell them, like, holy crap, that's one of the coolest feelings I ever saw. Or when, uh, after like two weeks in, they realize, oh my gosh, I'm getting used to this. It's, I'm not dying every single day. I loved seeing that stuff. I love just like talking to those people. So eventually I was like, I forget which one of you I talked to first, like, dude, how do you, how do you become a coach? And, like, you just got to keep watching, keep listening. You're welcome to, you know, kind of watch a class when you're not in it. Just pay attention, man, and ask questions after class. And I did that for (laughs) two years. Uh, On and off, you know, uh, whenever I didn't have school, I I did my class. And then I'd stay after, watch their class. Um, I'd occasionally work out with these guys, uh, get my ass handed to me. And they'd they'd walk off and have a conversation, and I'm like, I'm going to (laughs) quit. There's no way I can keep up with these guys. Uh, Just over time, man, you just pick up a lot of things. Persistence. Yeah, when you're in class, if you're interested in coaching, you're in class, listen to how the coaches talk to the new people. That's, like, the biggest thing. Like, just just listen to how they talk to the people, because it's it's different. Everyone's talked to differently. But, yeah, eventually I... uh, uh, I was in a car accident, thankfully, and I got uh, my car. <laughs> yeah, I got my car uh, totaled, so I got money. I'm like, you know what? I can buy a nice car. <laughs> I can finally get that level one, and uh, I finally did it. A few months later, turn around. Like, Daniel, I got my strongman, though, because, uh, you know, kids. <laughs> uh, I got my strongman certification. I got a class going, and it's just such a rewarding experience. Like, I didn't even believe it, but, like, 
when, once I started coaching people and, and the strongman, it's a bunch of heavy stuff. That's the point. Uh, and I'm just people just like, holy crap, I just carry 300 pounds on my back. I can't even squat 200, but you can do that. Like, it's just yeah. shattering people's expectations, and that's just a, a wonderful feeling. I remember when you got your level one, dude. It was fucking random. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey guys, I got my level one. <laughs> I don't think what? you told anyone. <laughs> yeah, did I did. you? No, I didn't in case tell you. you failed, yeah, in so case I failed, I don't want to tell you one. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, that though, but sometimes me. I think that's what it takes. Though sometimes you just have to fucking do it. You just yeah. have to. You know, it's, it doesn't come down to telling people, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Hey, this is what I'm doing." You went out and you did it. You didn't tell people you were doing it. Like you pursued it. Yeah. I think that's, that's like, something that's big. Like for me, I've noticed. Like I'm one of those people. If I say I'm told everyone, if I told the go on Facebook, "Yo, I'm doing this," I'm probably not going to do it. I don't know why. But every single time I brag about it, I don't do it. But I keep my head. So a lot of people do that on purpose because it keeps them more accountable. Yeah, but I'm the opposite. It never yeah. works for me. And then I have to explain. I don't think it, it helps either way. Then I have to explain to people like, "Oh, so how's that going?" <laughs> Quit. Yeah. Uh, but if I don't tell people, like, it usually goes pretty better for me. So the same thing happened there. Like I think I mentioned it. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, like, here you go. And uh, <laughs> here you go. Where's my job? Uh, didn't go that way. But yeah. Next I question. Think, I think the um, people think most people they, when once they get to level one, they're like, all right, I'm good to go. I can coach now. Once no, I, uh, no. Basically, the exact opposite. I mean, you're only gonna learn so much in that weekend. Like yeah. You will learn a lot, but I feel like, you know, 90% of the stuff you're going to learn is through experience. So depending yeah. on how much or how long you've been doing CrossFit before, obviously if you've been doing CrossFit for a couple years, you already have a pretty good base of the movements and stuff like that. Even though you're not, you don't know how to coach someone yet, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you just have a good understanding um, well, you know, even of when, it. Even after I got started, like I got my level one, I got the CrossFit kids, I got the, the CrossFit movement mobility all within each <clears throat> other, back to back of each other. And I wasn't even coaching at the time. I, I think it was about six or seven months of, of just the experience of coaching and, and developing before I actually was, like, my own class and my own program and stuff. But, yeah, yeah I mean, three <coughs> certificates into the program, and I didn't think I was ready. I know? mean, like, level one, like, oh, here's some here's some tactile cues you can give your members, your athletes. I'm like, yeah. great. How do you have a conversation with someone? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, how do you break, the, like, having that conversation, like, here's a cue you can give them, okay. Just, and then but just actually getting them to listen, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, and then just because you can – Tell someone a cue doesn't mean they like you or want to come to your class. Exactly, it doesn't teach you how to be a, a good, you know, yeah. individual. Yeah. You have to, you have to be a good person, to be a coach. Like if you're not a, you know, if you don't like people to some degree, it's going to be rough for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think you need to know that, you know, that from my experience, you get that in depth, uh, um, look at, the, you know, the sport, obviously a CrossFit or if you want to call it a sport, but the movements, the strategy behind the workouts, mm-hmm. stuff like that, what things, you know, work well together obviously all the modifications progressions stuff like that if you're just new to crossfit and you've been doing it you know for a couple of months or something like that you're not going to know all those those yeah. little things yeah because crossfit isn't just you know you have movements on the board you throw a pin and oh hey that's what we're doing today it's not like that there's a reason for every single workout exactly unless you do chaos and then that's just different you know and then planning ahead for people's stuff if you know and then a lot of people are going to throw curveballs at you when you're coaching them yeah and, um if you don't have that experience you know how to deal with all these different situations which you probably don't um, if you're just an athlete, uh, you know you're not gonna be used to it. You're not gonna know what to do, really. You're not gonna ha- you're not gonna you know, be a good coach. You're not uh, give them a good plan. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> what we have our members. They've been coming here like just as long, almost as long as me. You know, oh, I've been coming here for three years. Here's the, and like they'll bring a friend, and like, this this happens sometimes, unfortunately. Like they bring a friend. Hmm. Here's the workout. Okay, do this, 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 and this. And their friends, you know, trying to guide them through it, and then their friend can't do something. They just freeze. Like, wait, wait, you can't do that. I don't know what to do. It's so, like you like just. Uh, Code, like this goes back to shadowing, you know that experience. Yeah. You gotta like learn like how to handle those kind of curveballs, like you're saying, you know. Yeah. 
And then with shadowing too, like that's the like uh, I feel like the main um, way you're gonna learn. And then you know all our coaches go through a shadowing process. It's different. Uh, you know the time's different for every coach depending on what kind of their experience they have. But really getting that experience and showing them how our coaches coach, why we do certain things, um, and really getting the experience that way rather than just reading it in a book or doing it over a weekend seminar where you're kind of only getting, you know, a little bit of something. Yeah. Um, and everyone coaches different too. So I've seen a bunch of different people coach, getting every little things from each person and obviously making up your own style because everyone's going to be different with their personality and uh, they reach people differently. So um, I think it's important to get a little, you know, yeah, because like, like my my first month coaching, like I tried to like what worked best for me is like like I was telling earlier, like Anthony was the biggest like uh, I'm not sure I can say with these words on the on the podcast uh, biggest nice guy uh, yeah yeah we'll go with that biggest nice guy on uh, that I've ever met but wow he got the most now? he got the most results out of me uh, it depends are we in a, in a workout or out of a workout um. uh, he he calls me out you know he. He's always been able to motivate me because he's rough with me. And then there's other, you know, Whoa, other coaches. Geez. Oh my! Wow. There's children listening. He's always been able to elicit a response from me. Wow. Like, but yes. some coaches they they come from that like a nice angle because that's what works for them. And I tried coming at it like Anthony, like you know, try to try to be a little more forceful, call them out a little bit. But not everyone responds to that, and I kind exactly. of developed my own style. A little, uh, that's what you got to do at first. You just, you can't just copy like, oh, I'm gonna be that because it doesn't work for everybody. And I'm not like that with everyone, too. I know I could be like that with you. Yeah, and I didn't realize that. And I didn't realize that until I thought you were like that with everyone. Then, and he's so nice. Like, who are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's the one thing you don't learn either in that stuff. Or just, uh, you know, social skills and stuff like that. Where it's talking to people a certain ways. And um, someone can be really offended if I talk to them like I talk to you. You know what I'm saying? But you. you, So you you admit it. You're admitting it on uh, on the internet. Um, no, I admit it to nothing. <laughs> but uh, no, you guys gotta know you're, you gotta know, you yeah, gotta know you, people. You definitely yeah. gotta know people. You yeah. gotta know how to talk to people for sure. It's a lot more than just, you know, hey, this is what movement we're doing, this is how many reps we're doing. Like, you know, I think big, like, I, I'm thinking, um, you know, almost like a therapist in a way. Like, <laughs> yeah. a lot of times we're sitting here, you know, unlicensed therapist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, yeah. some people, you know, I've heard uh, bits of li- pieces of life stories like, oh, that's so cool. And some days I'm like, I didn't even know that. You did that to yourself. <laughs> no, but we hear a lot of stuff, yeah. too. We are kind of like therapists. You know, people come here for that hour to get away from their problems and stuff like that. And I like to vent to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which, hey, it's all good. Yeah. You got to be a listener. Let's you know? do it. And let's go get a, get a workout in. <laughs> let some of that steam out. Or, you know. So I think it's. You know, I think that's fine. what's good about our staff. Though. Like everybody's, you know, we're we're here to help. We're here to get people better. We're here to make it fun and enjoyable and stuff. So I think all of our coaches are pretty good at adapting to to help out with everybody for that stuff. Yeah, so. well, I think it kind of goes back to like just knowing the different athletes. Um, yelling or screaming might not work for some people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does. Um, uh, you know, knowing them, their injuries and stuff like that, how to modify them. Uh, what's going to get them motivated? What are, what are their goals? You got to know all these things so you can get the best out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever their potential is. Yeah. Like, I got I got a, a lady. I'm not, I'm not going to name names, of course. But, like, whenever I see her struggle, I'm like, hey, Vegas is coming. And yeah. she, you know, hops right back on the bike or she gets mm-hmm. back on the box, picks the bar back up. And, you know, and, and some people, you just got to yell and scream, like, come on, what are you doing? You can do better than that. And, you know, or call them out, like, make it a competition. Like, yo, Daniel's passing you. Whatever works, everyone's a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Find that motivation. And some people, they just... They just like to, uh, they just like to win. <laughs> I think you gotta also, um, 
well, kind of already know that, but be a good motivator. You know, you got to get people motivated, and sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of times it's hard because yeah. people have different goals, different stuff like that, and then um, to really get their goals and keep them engaged in the class, you really got to find out what their goals are, or uh, and then how to get them motivated to reach those goals. Because you know, every day they're gonna come in, they're not gonna be, not gonna want to work out that day, not gonna want to stick to the diet that day, and how are you gonna motivate them and get them disciplined enough to uh, stick to those goals? You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a really hard thing to do, but think it's just persistence honestly yeah. i would say that's the hardest part of the job well not the hardest but one of the hardest parts of the job just like stay on top of people but not nagging at them just reminding them you know but some people freaking need to be nagged too. oh like, yeah definitely literally yeah like yeah so it's like you know yeah every single day yeah every single day honestly you know it's just, just a casual conversation like you uh if you want to coach you just gotta remember like every time you talk to someone try to just just remind them so maybe they're not thinking about that day but as soon as you remind them like oh yeah you're right yeah, I, need, I really need to do my stretching before class you know or I really need a meal prep tonight because you know I'm out, of, I'm out. Yeah. And that always sucks what one about of, yeah, one oh, of the, well one of the things I was just going to mention there like one of the things just listening to like a bunch of podcasts and whatever you know multi-million dollar you know guys out there and stuff like that but one of the things that I see consistently that all of them do is they all start their day with a morning workout mm. and that's I think that's a big thing of, of being successful and staying motivated and staying on track and working towards your goals setting up your routine and having that yeah. kind of be your jump start to the day get the endorphins going get your mind woken up get the blood woken up get everything ready and set yourself up for success on, on that so yeah. I think you know having the coach having somebody you know getting you there every day like hey let's start the day off this is our morning you know 5 a.m that's always a tough day coach comes in you got to be motivated you got to be awake you got to be ready exactly. you got to get those guys going you, you know when they wake moving. up in the morning at five they're not super happy to be there maybe you yeah. know what i'm saying they're gonna really enjoy it after that workout but dude you know wake up they're tired they didn't sleep very well they got a bunch of stuff you know going on maybe they're not morning people so it's really important for that coach to freaking yeah, give him a really good experience. Morning, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, when do you uh, when do you stop learning? You don't when exactly. You don't. That was that was that was, that, was an, that was an easy question. Yes. You never um, stop learning. You never stop learning. <laughs> exactly. I think I think some people think like once you do, oh, I did my level one. I'm good now. I can just go. Uh, or maybe they want to get to level two or whatever. But um, I think if they get complacent. That's probably the biggest mistake because you can always get better in pretty much every every discipline of it i mean like i was saying you know i did the level one the kids and the movement mobility right away but i didn't stop there i also have my crossfit level two i've done the crossfit scaling i've done usa weightlifting us advanced usa weightlifting but not even I've that too camp like, just uh was, doing you know uh the workshops we do in our own coaches right exactly yeah you know what i'm saying you Clinics can probably learn even do, more of that like yeah, yeah exactly I mean, bare minimum, a, a, like a video a day. Just like look yeah. up some fitness really thing. Hey, maybe it's diet, maybe it's psychology, maybe it's you know. Here's yeah. another way of explaining how to squat. You know, some something bare minimum. You know, always want to just testing some kind of information you know, coming through. You get oh, yeah. some some video on YouTube or whatever, or uh, someone tells you something. You go test it out, see if it works. If it doesn't work, well, throw it away. If it does work, I'll keep that in your bag for later. Um, that's why we have our coaches developments you know those are like, like i think that's the best thing you know we get our coaches together we all practice we all go through cues and go through new movements or new new things that we can do for the classes and i think that's one of the things that helps separate our coaching from from most of the other people like we we constantly practice and train yeah yeah i was gonna say leading by example I think that's an important thing to do because if no one respects you as a coach if you're not doing the things that you're trying to tell them to do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it doesn't mean you, like, you have to do a, you can't teach a muscle if you don't do a muscle up or you know whatever like that or if you don't squat 600 pounds you can't teach someone how to do it but um 
putting that work, I think, is the main thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Learning how to talk somebody through it or cues or positions or something like that. You know, even if you can't execute it, you should still learn how to do it. Exactly. Just can't stay positive a lot, too. Um, let's see here. How would you recommend someone getting started? They want to coach. They've been doing CrossFit for a year. What would you guys tell them? Uh, are that like like one of our members kind of thing or? Yeah, they've been doing CrossFit for a year. Okay. Um, I came up to you first, said, "Hey, I think I want to coach." Yeah. One of the first things I would say is like, um, you know, kind of before you even get into that, like, really sit down and assess yourself. Like, let, like, kind of ask yourself if this is what you can do because you are in a tough position. You got to be, you know, you got to sacrifice. It takes a lot of sacrifice to become a coach. You know, you got to you got to sacrifice going out with your friends or you know going on vacation or whatever it is because you need to dedicate yourself to learning because you're you're helping other people and you got to put other people before you. And so, I think that's something that you should ask yourself ahead of time: is uh, can you be committed to this? Are you willing to make the sacrifices and are you willing to put? other people ahead of you to, to make them successful and I think if you can say yes to all of those then you're in a really good spot and then start with the coaches start shadowing and start start paying attention come to the gym all the time surround yourself with it all the time yeah. Yeah. I think Daniel's got a very important point just remember uh, gym hours revolve around business hours so you're there when everyone else is out outside partying so you uh, sacrifice your social life when you're first starting like I work Friday nights just because I'm the new guy, you know, and that's, that's fine. Like, I don't mind it, but, you know, that is something, uh, it's a big deal for some people. Uh, but, and then and following up with the shadowing thing, come in for three nights in a row or three mornings in a row, whatever. Shadow for an entire, like, we, like we do a morning shift or evening shift. Mm-hmm. Shadow that entire shift. Realize, can you do the same thing multiple times in a row every single day? Like, yeah. it's, that's part of life. And, that, cause you have, and you have to create that genuine experience for each uh, group of people come in can you can you are you bored within three days of that then you know maybe you should really go back to that reassess that he's talking about you know well i think a lot of people too like they have so much fun in class and doing all that stuff and working out and talking to people and stuff like that and they really really enjoy it and they're like oh i want to be here more oh, i think i'm gonna coach which may not translate over exactly because it's tra- because the coach is gonna be totally different than you know just hanging out here yeah obviously yeah they probably want to hang out here all the time but it is a job you know what i'm saying yeah and any job that you go to any job that you do, you're going to get tired of it. You're not going to like certain things. You're going to be like, I don't want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Any freaking job you do, it doesn't matter how much you like it or love it. Um, you got to realize that you're not going to like certain things. You're not going to want to do it today or maybe, you know, certain days. But, hey, you know, that's his life. Yeah. Um, Every job, you got to scrub toilets. <laughs> son, that's not, that's not true at all. <laughs> I mean, no, but I would tell him, too, is uh, it's kind of what you said, Craig, is just come in, shadow see the differences of coaching and not and just being a member or just hanging out mm-hmm. um, see if that's really what, what you know what you want to do um, why do you want to get to coaching kind of ask yourself that question if you're looking to get into coaching just to hang around here more you're probably not going to like it yeah. now if you want to help people and you want to you know um, change lives and it's something that you want to do and you love um, teaching people um, that would say that's pretty good that would say you know start shadowing a little bit more see if you like it see if you like it in the interaction or see if you can see yourself um, doing it multiple times a day. This um, is one of those more like it's more of a rewarding job. Like, don't get into this going for the dollar because yeah. you're not going to make a million dollars being a coach. No. You, you're doing this to help people and to give that self satisfaction, you know, of, of going above and beyond. So, don't don't get into it for the do dollar. Do you want to do it full time? Do you want to do it part time? Yeah. You know, if you're a part time coach, you're not going to be you're not going to have enough t- a lot of time to put towards your um, education to get better. 
you know what I'm saying? Because you're working a job eight hours a day, you're gonna come in, maybe coach a couple classes, or maybe fill in sometimes. You know, you're gonna be way, you know, uh, way behind someone that's here every single day, eight hours, ten hours a day, learning every day. You know, for that many, I mean, they're just putting way more hours in you, so they're gonna be a better coach, obviously. Um, and then I know, you know, most of our gyms that we have all full-time people because we want everyone that's committed being in here, um, and that's hard to do too, um, as far as because you can only coach so many classes in a day. Like you're not gonna, <laughs> we, we, when we do shifts here, it's either a night shift or a day sh- or a morning shift, so it's about three or four classes a yeah, day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you get past that, it's just it gets monotonous. You're not gonna want to coach like seven hours a day. You're just gonna be drained. Mm-hmm. If you're coaching real good classes, which we we. Rec- or not recommend, yeah. but require. You're gonna be tired. Yeah, you're gonna be tired after. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna want to coach uh, more than that, or you're gonna get burnt out. You know what I'm saying? When we first started, that's what we did was we coached all day, every day. I'm like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you just, it gets tired and quick. But half days are good. You can keep half days pretty. You know, you stay motivated. Yeah, that's, with that. that's a pretty. That's a uh, pretty repeatable one. Yeah. As long as as long as you're you know still loving the job, you still love what you do. It's yeah. pretty. Uh, it's a pretty uh, consistent. Shift. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's good, because even one or two classes a day, that wouldn't be like, yeah, this is not that much, you know. Mm-hmm. We get to three or four, it's like, all right, I'm pretty tired. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'm, you know t- I'm, I'm tired by four, man. I know it's not an eight hour, eight hour shift, but four classes is, is it's surprisingly yeah. tiring. You wouldn't think so until you do it. Exactly, <laughs> and I know with us, like, uh, so we try to pay our coaches. Like I said, they only coach so many classes a day, but obviously they got to make more money than just coaching, you know, working four hours a day. So. Um, we really incentivize them to get uh, sign-ups and stuff like that. So if you're good at sales, um, that's going to definitely help you um, make more money. So it can become a full-time job, and you can get paid um, you know, more yeah. to be able to live off of. Because a lot of people aren't going to be able to live off just coaching, especially if they have a family and kids, uh, or just you know just coaching half days every day. But uh, I think the the main or the quickest way people um, or coaches want to do is just to get more classes. Oh, let me get more classes. Let me get more classes. I'm like, dude, you're gonna get burnt out, bro. Like, I already know. Like, we've already done this before. So yeah, yeah. When I first when I first uh, started, um, we were a little short staffed on coaches. I'm like, you know, hey, man, I, I could use some. I could use the money. I'll coach. I'll, I'll coach full days, a couple times. So I would uh, just just to help cover people. I would like I'll do the morning, go to school, do the evening shifts, and holy crap, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a month in. I'm like, oh, this ain't too bad. Two months later, dude. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> it changes. <laughs> yeah, then you don't want to burn out, though, either, because, like, you know what I'm saying? Then you lose your passion for it. Yeah, like yeah. That. So it's like, you got to have that. All right, step away a little bit. Like, all right, I feel energized. I'm going to come back and, mm-hmm. you know, hit it hard. Um, I mean, you guys are really cool that coaches like that, because you, exactly, you know what it feels like to be burnt out. Like, yeah. there, there's been a time, like, hey, can you cover my two, Tuesday morning class for, like, two weeks? <laughs> I just need a day off for a little bit, and then you guys were super helpful with that. Had me covered, came back in, rejuvenated, yeah. feeling, feeling pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys are pretty cool about that. I'll, most jobs won't be like, oh, hey, suck it up or get or go find another job normally. Uh, so. Well, sometimes we probably tell you that too, but not often. Or, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, no. Nah. We have to, though, but, you know. It goes, goes back to you know what I'm, you, you know try, what I'm capable of more you than out, I know. <laughs> um, but that or either being a manager of one of our locations, you make more money that way. Um, it is more work, but, um, shoot, I mean, you're basically running your own gym, though. You know what I'm saying? So um, people that are really trying to take that initiative and that's their dream to ha- you know, have like their own spot, they definitely can. And... Uh, you know, that's that's in the bag. Yeah. Um, just expect to do a lot more than just coach. You know, it's just yeah. there's a lot more that goes into it than exactly. Than that, so, 
But it's worth it. Man, genetic coaches, sure. you know, doing sales stuff, doing book work, stuff like that. Yep. Um, definitely part of the job. Uh, but, you know, if, if you don't want to do it full-time, you always can do it part-time. But like I said, you're only going to be – or if you really love your other job a lot and you're just like, hey, I love this too. I want to do this for, for a little bit, you know, just a little bit. On the help people out. Like that. Kind of yeah, just, yeah. Um, we have a few coaches that do that too. Um, and it's good to have someone that's uh, available to pop in, maybe cover a couple of shifts if someone gets sick or wants to go on vacation or something like that. So, Or everyone goes to the games or something. You know, <laughs> or a wedding. Like or a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's going to be quiet around here in October, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. What else you got, Craig? Uh, hit me with a question, though. I mean, I don't ask you. Um, what do you think the biggest surprise was when you first started coaching that you weren't expecting the biggest surprise that i was capable of waking up at four in the morning wow <laughs> that was the biggest surprise uh and that i could keep doing it yeah uh i've like i'll tell members like i never came to a 5 a.m class till i was paid to <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah i'm uh, never thought of myself as a morning person but like you know i guess i you know had to grow up at some point right uh but so, uh, things jokes aside you know how much I've matured. Like this company's helped me mature as a person. Like it's not just like oh how you have to, you have to wake up at, mm. at man hours now. It's responsibility. like responsibility. Yeah, like I've become such a more responsible person. Like not just like the oh you you try harder in the workouts. Like no, I'm like I'm owning my owning my shit. You know, you guys are really like. Is that because I'm like I'm a father figure to you? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I got I got my own father figure. No. You know. oh they call him the dragon. The dragon. Oh, SDM. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> aka Tahoe Joe, aka Mr. Flow, <laughs> aka Dirt Lots, uh, aka well. Dust. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he's a great guy. You know, he, he's really helping with all my finances. You know, if you ever need uh, like spreadsheets, I, yeah, you ever need spreadsheets, he's your guy. Uh, sorry, we got a Anyways. Little, we got a lot of topic. Uh, inside jokes aren't meant for the outside world, right? Um, <laughs> How, what, what have I surprised myself with? No, what, what have I surprised myself with? Right, um, just like communication and responsibility. Like I've, I, uh, you know, I was a little bit shy of a person until I started coaching. Yeah, I'd agree um, that too. You know, I wasn't big. Like, hey, go, go talk to that person. They're new. I'm like, Ooh, you know. Uh, now it's like, hey man, I, hey man, I'm Craig. What's up? Your first time here? Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, anything like that. So shouty. <laughs> you say that? Uh, only once. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, how, about, how about you, Daniel? Though, what was your <laughs> what was your most surprising thing when you first started coaching? Uh, I think the surprising, I don't know, man. unexpected. Like, I think having confidence in myself. Oh. To be honest, like, yeah. Do I really know what I'm coaching, or is this really the right cue, or am I really doing this the right way? Like, I I found myself questioning myself quite a bit at the beginning. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I, <laughs> yeah. I think like, I'm gonna test this out and try. You know, I think I, my first question at our first coach's <laughs> training was, "I can't do pistols. What do I do?" And someone asked how to do pistols. I'm like, and then and now I realize, you know, no one wants to do pistols, so I'm safe. <laughs> uh, but like that was going back to like, you don't have to be able to do it as long as you can kind of effectively yeah. communicate mm-hmm. the concept. Uh, well, I think that's a big misconception too. Is like, oh, I'm a great athlete. I'm gonna be a great coach. Oh, mm-hmm. well, no, not at no. All. Yeah, like I'm, I consistently get my get punked by some of our members. Like they're they're better in some capacity, and everyone's better at something, you know. Yeah, like my workouts. Like when I work out, if I'm being coached, like I prefer a coach kind of in my face yelling at me, like don't stop, you know, get mm-hmm. get going. But I can't coach that way. There's like there's no way my members would freaking hate me if I do <laughs> you know so and yeah. there's times when you can and stuff but definitely 
I if yeah. if I was coaching the way I wanted to be coached, I think I would lose half the people there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably. <laughs> I think the biggest thing mine or of mine was um, uh, probably they could change so many people's lives, like outside the gym. I was like, oh yeah, they'll just lose. I I always thought like, oh they'll get better at squatting. They'll like lose some weight. Like get a little bit more jacked, but like other stuff when people tell you like, do like just all like confidence and like stuff how it translates to other parts of the world or like even Craig was saying just like when he lost his weight and all the changes that you had that I was like oh he just lost weight yeah like, no dude like you changed my whole life like th- that stuff I was like oh shit like when people started telling me that I was like didn't really uh, comprehend that at first I was like oh and then once that happened I was like oh wow. I'm like, like, oh, I'm really yeah. actually... Like, we just started a master's uh, class, and, uh, you know, I'll check in. I'm like, hey, I, how you liking it? You know, they're, they're, some of them are kind of new to exercise. Like, my diabetes... Uh, 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 blood, sugar, blood, yeah, yeah. blood sugar levels are going like way healthier. My doctor's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that. We had but a couple of those in the yeah. master's class, actually. Yeah, and it, uh, the we diabetes have, ones are very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's like, huge. they're so yeah. stoked about yeah. that. And then, um, we have one or, or two. be able to do stuff that they can't do. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, like, I couldn't go on a hike or, like, stuff like that. I'm like, what? You can, I couldn't go on a hike. But, dude, I was sorry, shit, but I couldn't go, I couldn't go walk. Uh, and I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff like that. Or it's you take for granted until you can't do Like, I could just always do it, so it's not a big deal. But some people that like, can't do it yeah. or can't do certain things, so I said, now they can. Yeah. I'm like, I remember when I first started, like, dude, how do you run? You're like, uh, you, you, you just, you <laughs> what do you mean, the, how you run? Yeah, you just go faster. Uh, <laughs> And uh, now you actually learn how to answer that question, but yeah, it's just it's, be surprised. Some people, uh, you, you you think you're out of shape. There's always someone who's a little bit farther behind you, and you just like feels really cool to like help them kind of catch up. You know, it's cool yeah. to see the functional movements like transfer over too. Like just a member the other day was telling me about how he was at the you know shopping, and he actually got down into a deadlift form to pick something up, and without realizing it, you yeah. know. And so uh, mm-hmm. it's cool to see it transfer over to just their daily routine. Well, especially a lot of things we do. I mean, like, every, basically everything can translate to something. Mm-hmm in the real world so has my mom told you uh, 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 about what she said about like how CrossFit's related to her recovery no uh, so if you're listening uh, my mom is recovering from cancer and then she had a surgery that kind of went not so great uh, so she's kind of on a slow mend as opposed to oh you'll be up and walking in a month but uh, like two weeks in she, like you should still be in a bed but like you're, you're walking around and everything's like well yeah I did CrossFit you know <laughs> uh, but like, like even lit- just like the con- like Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, because the point, you said squat, and I'm like, well, she learned how to get herself out of bed because mm-hmm. she knows how to brace her core, get her legs, you know, in, in a strong position, and she was able to stand herself up yeah. a day after surgery. Yeah. Like, that was the goal, just stand up, and, yeah. and that was what they are hoping for, but she was able to stand up and lift her feet. Yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, she'll she tell you guys, probably when she sees you, uh, when she comes back in, finally, she's like, dude, squatting changed my life because, like, she's re- her recovery, like, it got negatively impacted, but... She's recovering way really fast. Consider all yeah. you know, all things considered. So, and she relates that to CrossFit. She ch- says that almost every week. I feel like like oh, I, I'm so glad I learned how to squat. Getting out of bed is possible. Even like the confidence of like when you um, you know when you're pushing yourself like hard in a workout and you're really really pushing yourself. And you're like, dude, I can't do this. I can't do this. And you end up doing it, like, wow, I did that or whatever, yeah. right? Or hurting like, you're like, oh man, I'm pushing myself so hard. This hurts. But then, like, getting used to hurting like that, and then you go to do other stuff, like, oh, wow, yeah, I'm really, really hurt right now, but, wow, I can get out of bed now. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, I know I can do this, so let's just keep going, or let's see how, yeah. hard, how far I can push, where it's, like, you really don't have that mindset. And that takes, like, a, it takes a while. It takes, you know, 
Yeah, not everyone's years born, not everyone's born that. that mindset, let me no, tell you. No, for sure. <laughs> no, but I feel like no one is really... I mean, people will probably have different degrees to it, but it can always get higher. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they say what's the difference between a like a five-minute friend and a three-minute friend? It's just, like, being willing to hurt more yeah. and not really being in better shape. It's like, hey, you're going to hurt more, and then you can still do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can do it unbroken, but uh, do you want to hurt that much? You know what I'm saying? But I think that, just getting, get, <laughs> getting used to... Uh, this getting getting comfortable being uncomfortable yeah really yeah. like a lot of people don't put themselves in that position to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. they'll stay in their comfort zone or not really branch out and then they never get used to accomplishing new things or when a task comes at hand where they're not used to dealing or don't think they can do it they'll just crumble you know saying that mm-hmm. like people here every day they're doing stuff that they don't think they can do and it's just building that you know confidence brick by brick that's part, of the, that's part of the joy of coaching. I think that's what yeah. comes to the side of it. Like seeing people, you know, hey, day one, you couldn't even squat. Now you got a 250-pound back squat and you're doing all kinds of stuff. Like that's yeah. that's the rewarding part of the coaching side of yeah. it. You know? Day like, one. Mike came in as a, just like, like a wet noodle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now look at him. <laughs> yeah, now it's a dry noodle. <laughs> a brick shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, empowerment. It's just, it's just, you know, I tell people day one, like, dude, you're going to laugh at this workout in, a, in two weeks. Oh, yeah. You're going to laugh at it. This yeah, is literally two weeks. This will legit be your warm-up in two yeah. weeks. And they don't, they're like, no, no way, I'm dying. And then two weeks later, like, hey, remember your intro? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Cool. Anyways. You guys had anything else, really? Uh, if, hey, seriously, if you guys are interested in coaching, um, first, like Daniel said, first thing, just evaluate the why. The why is the biggest thing. And then, hey, talk to, like, if like, you want to remember, just, you know, talk to the manager, talk to, the, like, their owner or whatever. Just hit them up, like, dude, I got an interest. Uh, they'll you know give you some details. They'll have a, like a real talk with you, and go from there, dude. Oh. I, I think it's one of the most rewarding jobs you can do. So, like it's it's some it's totally different. I think we got a good job, dude. Consistent man, yeah. Like every day you look forward to coming here. It's not like especially if you have that uh, that pr- uh, perspective of doing a job you don't like or like that's not rewarding and kind of just nine to five is grinding through every day. It's like when you come here. It's, I just try to remember that like when. Some days when I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do this today. It's like, dog, thank God I'm not doing that. Instead, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, man, that would, that would suck. So just to, especially just to live your life like that the whole time and not doing what you want. It's like, shh. I mean, you both work harder jobs than me, but, God, I don't want to go back to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> no, even that. I mean, this is what it, yeah. the Walmart for me, or, you know what I'm saying, Walmart <laughs> yeah. for anyone. No, but if you guys are interested in coaching or making this career or, you know, maybe it's doing it even part-time, uh, definitely hit us up. Um we can help you out as far as getting you set in with shadowing and um, stuff like that. Or if you're already coaching right now and you want to, uh, like, we're very passionate about what we're doing, and then we expect a lot of people. Like, we want to have the best coaches around. So, and we, you know, we push our coaches every day to get better and better and better. So, if you're passionate about it and you really want to do good, um, you just don't want to be ne- mediocre. Uh, definitely hit us up. We're always looking for passionate coaches. Like, we're constantly growing, so we definitely need those people to join our team of like-minded people. You know what I'm saying? Gotta push each other. <laughs> uh, but yep. So follow us at Instagram. Uh, sorry, underscore ASAP Fit underscore. Yep. Uh, follow us on iTunes also. Uh, Get Fit ASAP Podcast. Our YouTube channel. Um, what else? What else? What else? Facebook. Make sure you follow Facebook. us on Facebook. Yep. Um, follow me on Instagram. Oh wow! Woo! Yeah. Name, name drop. You know. Uh, Damn. C- come on, Craig. Two twenty. <laughs> what are you uh, posting yours? Why would they follow yours? Uh, food picks, obviously. Food no, picks. Uh, I uh, I post like some of the stuff that you know, 
this is my personal page. I'm not gonna lie. There's gonna be some pictures of food, but uh, I post uh, some stuff like I do in the gym. Girlfriend, girlfriend, uh, strong Santa Cruz laying in the sand. Uh, not only I post that, uh, but I'll post some stuff in my strongman class. Actually, you and Michael having sandbags together, flipping over your shoulders, walking around. That's the wrong Instagram, dude. That's my that's the private one. I'm not gonna advertise that on here. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's dirt uh, lots. Skins versus shirts. <laughs> Skins versus shirts. My strongman class, I take photos. There you go. That's all I want to say. And then these guys take everything two steps farther as usual. This this could be your career, guys. Hey, Sign up. You ain't having fun, you ain't doing it right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean I'm having fun, I don't know. No, thanks guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Right, see you later. Cool. Go like that. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Too much fun. Nice.